It's time to find balance and be refreshed here on Every Heart, Every Woman. Every Heart, Every Woman. Get ready for uplifting music and inspiring interviews. Every Heart, Every Woman. Let's get motivated to move forward as we share our life experiences. Harlan Nivens. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Before we jump into our interview for today, we're going to set the tone, just like we always do, with some worship music. This is In the Garden. It is performed by a group that I'm a member of called For Change. Sit back and enjoy.
Well, welcome back to the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host. I hope you enjoyed In the Garden, performed by For Change. Well, everyone, our radio show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can go to loveministriesbills.org. There you will find all of the great information about Love Ministries. Be sure to reach out to us so that you can get involved in our programming. You can also go to my website. It's CarlaNivens.com. Carla is spelled with a K. Nivens is N-I-V-E-N-S. Well, we have a very special interview for today. We have two uh, wonderful young ladies who are joining our, um, our conversation really for the first time. We are welcoming Kirsten Kelly and Renee Kelly. So let me tell you just a little bit about uh, both of them and what they do. Renee is 31 years old. She's a New Orleans native. She's a traveling registered nurse, which I find very interesting. She's worked in various areas over um, the seven years of her career so far. She loves in her spare time to do ballet, and loves traveling outside of work. And Kirsten is a 19-year-old entrepreneur. She juggles running her candle business, Positive Vibes Only. Again, I'm very interested in the name of her company, Positive Vibes Only. That sounds like a soundtrack for my life. Uh, she's also a college student, and in her free time, she loves dancing to upbeat music and learning how to cook new recipes. Well, Kirsten and Renee, first of all, thank you so much, and welcome to the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. So, um, Kirsten, let's let's start off with you. I First of all, the name of the company, Positive Vibes Only. Of, of course, that seems so perfect for even right now in our uh, state of COVID that we seem to be in for maybe forever. Um, what, what led you to naming your company Positive Vibes Only? And then tell us about uh, the products that you have in your company. So in 2016, I was living like in the Zachary area and we had like the great flood of 2016. And then in addition to that, like my childhood home in New Orleans, that one, it burnt down. And then around like close to New Year's time, like we were helping my sister move into her new apartment and someone like broke in the car and like took most of what they could. So it's like, okay, 2016, um, not very likable. So then in 2017, I was like, okay, it's a new year. It's a new start. What can I do? So during the flood, I was like stressed out. So I usually like to do something creative whenever I feel stressed. So I started like learning how to make candles. So originally I like made the candles and I gave them to friends and family. And the first candle I gave out, it was like for my aunt. Cause like her house is like flooded, like six feet of water in there. And then she's like, this is such a nice gift. Thank you so much. And then whenever the flood happened, we had to leave all of our horses and stuff. Cause there wasn't enough time to evacuate them. So the name came about because I was like, okay, this is a new year. 
let's have some positive vibes on me and like look <laughs> for the positive things that can happen in a negative situation to get through it. And then for the logo, you will see a unicorn and that is to honor like one of the horses that we had. Um, she's like a pony. So she survived the flood. So I was like, she's a unicorn now because like, she's super tiny. And then she like encountered all of that flood water and like all the horses stayed together. So, yeah. That's very interesting. So, so all of the horses, all of the horses survived. Yes. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's and then for for you all's family because you have several family members who are um, all from New Orleans, right? Yes. And then so everybody's house had different type of damage and you know everything to it, correct? But it was mainly like the family who lived in the Baton Rouge area who encountered okay. most of the flood. Okay. 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 Yeah, I, I think that's amazing okay. that horses were out. Were they outside? Yes, they were outside. <laughs> and still all survived. Yeah. yeah so that's pretty cool. Home, there was like a big dump truck and someone was like, there's some horses on this road. And then like my dad just like opened up the gate and then they came like running back to the property and it was like, oh, wow, they all survived. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I love that. So you, so that's where that name come from, came, comes from. And I want to tell everybody um, really how to spell it because it's positive vibes only, but positive is spelled just like normally. Vibes is B-I-B-E-Z. And then only is spelled uh, like normal. So I love that. I love that. So you actually, you started out, out of all of that trauma and all, which, I mean, everybody knows if something happens to your house, it really rocks your world. Um, And then to have other things happen on top of that, like the car and, you know, all of that. I've had my car broken into before. Um, when I was teaching, I had my, um, I was teaching in uh, the little outside portion outside of the main building and that was broken into. And then my car was broken into afterwards. And it really does. It bothers your mind, Mm -hmm. you know? So I can understand how you came up with positive vibes only. And I love the fact that you just, you were like, okay, what can I do to bring kind of some positive energy to the family as we're going through this, then you started making candles. And so I always, because I know our listeners, some people have things on their mind and they're thinking, maybe I might want to do this, but I don't exactly know what the steps are to get this done, but it's kind of something that's rattling in their, their mind and in their heart. So I always like for people to tell us, how did you even get to the point of knowing how to make candles after you, you've never made one before. So that first one, you know? Yeah. So the first candle I made, I got the idea after I like, I started watching YouTube videos mm-hmm. and I like, I like doing my background research before diving into projects. So it's like 20 ish YouTube videos of how to make candles. So the very first candle I made I made a major mistake and I didn't figure it out to like the end. So instead of using like wax that you would use for a container candle, I ended up getting wax that was for like 
a wax melter. So it's like the first time I lit it, it was like it lit for a little bit and then it just went out. And I was like, ah. <laughs> and then eventually I figured out like the right type of wax to get. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I had to figure out like the proper temperatures to pour the wax at. Cause mm-hmm. it isn't an easy, easy process. Cause you have to be on top of the different temperatures. So there's like a temperature that you have to melt the wax down to, and then you have to take it off the fire and let it cool down. But then you also have to add in the oils at a specific temperature, and then you have to pour it at another temperature. Mm. So learning the process through trial and error. And like when I was younger, I had more energy. So I would like sometimes like close the door and then I realized like when I close the door while the candle is setting, sometimes it disturbs the tops of the candle. So mm. you get like sinkholes and stuff in the candle. So it's like trial and error for the most part. Yeah. That's a lot to learn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I can be that uh, patient. You know, that's great. So that's a lot to learn. And then tell us about the scents because you offer new scents, um, you know, now and again, like now for Christmas, you have a special scent out for Christmas. So how how do you go about deciding what the scents are going to be and making those the, the different scents for each candle? So usually when I'm trying to determine what scents to put out, first I do things that I like. So like, I think lavender is relaxing. So it's like, how can I enhance that? And I was like, this would be cool if there were some lavender buds within the candle. And then other times I'll be at shows and people will make suggestions of what kind of scents they want. So like, for example, we'll go to a show and then someone's like, do you have baby powder? And it's like, oh. Um, not right now, but I could try to see if I can make it. And then it's like after making it and then seeing like other people at other shows like it is like, okay, maybe make this more often. And then other times I try to do it based on a theme. So like currently, like for next year, thinking about like Mardi Gras and stuff. So like King Cake and Cafe Olay and Pralines, you know? So yeah, it's like what I like and then what other people suggest. And then if I'm thinking about an overall theme. Yeah, I love it. And I want everybody to know that, yes, you are 19 and you are a college student. So you like literally are in the middle of this after we finish this radio show, you've got to go back to class. So, um, but you're in the middle of this, but also you are very successful at, this business. So you go around to, uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's like trade yes. shows or creative shows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you, you know, sell the candles and sell out and everything. And so I'm number one, I'm just excited for you. Um, as you started this and you're already like very successful on it. And so I'm, I'm glad to have you on the show and hear your story and hear, you know, how you just got into this at such a young age. And um, I'm excited about that. So tell us about your Christmas candle, because I know you have something special for right now. So currently, I've partnered with an organization that builds 
schools in India, like the area where they have the school, mm-hmm. it floods very easily. So we decided to have a patchouli candle since that's a herb slash spice native to India. And okay. 30% of the net proceeds will go towards that charity. Very nice. Okay. I love that. I love that. So what the candle, what is it, what does it smell like? So it's like a little bit earthy, but not too like pungent. Mm-hmm. But it has like a nice gingery note to it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to describe because it's like it's such a particular scent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Very nice. I, I mean, you you literally are blowing me away because you're even talking over my head a little bit here with how to make <laughs> I love it. I love it. So when you're making a new scent, do you is there a part of your process that maybe you have to um, you, you have to change a little bit in the process to make sure your scent comes out exactly like you want it? Um, to like a slight extent, because I learned a hard lesson one time where it was like, it was a new scent. And then I went ahead and got like a giant bottle of fragrance oil. And then I was like, uh, I don't really like this. So now it's like, if there's something new, I usually like get like a small portion of the fragrance oil, mm-hmm. just to make sure that I'm not investing too much in something that I may not use later on. Mm-hmm. So then usually if I like do that, it's like I'll make three candles of that new scent that I'm considering. And then depending on how it does at a show determines whether or not I keep it. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. I mean, Kirsten, you, you're blowing me away. So I, I love this. And and I actually love so y'all know um, everyone knows that all my listeners know that nonprofit work is very dear to my heart. And my family has had a nonprofit organization since you know, I was a kid and I believe in passing that on to the next generation about how to volunteer and how to um, benefit others and keep, you know, others in mind. And so the the organization that you're, that you are um, partnered with, um, I also love that there's a, there's a connection. There's a connection with the flooding that goes on in the school, you know, in India and also, um, how you started, you know, the name where Positive Vibes only came from. So there's a great connection there. And um, I just, you know, encourage everyone to to connect with you and check out your candles. Um, your your Instagram is, is, is Positive Vibes Only. It's Positive Vibes Only Candles. Okay, Positive Vibes Only Candles. I love that. I love that. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm blown away by you because I was not doing this when I was 19 years old. So. <laughs> I'm a little jealous. Um, Renee, I want to go ahead and pull you into the conversation at this time because Damn. you, you all are family. So mm-hmm. I, I'm sure everybody can tell that we're talking about Renee Kelly and Kirsten Kelly. <laughs> you all are family, and really, you all's family. You all have so much going on in your family. All of these great ideas. 
um, that you all are doing. Renee, you have just come up with an idea that I just really feel like is very inspired, especially um, given what where our country is now and how everyone wants to be educated about different cultures. And I'll share some scriptures a little later about what the what the Bible says about how we should um, reach out beyond the borders of our culture and find out more about others and and see how we can grow and what we can learn from that. But Renee, um, you have created a a um, like a well. T- it's, it's a way for us to stay organized, which mm-hmm. I love because I'm creative. So my brain goes everywhere. Yeah. Um, but also in, in this organizer, you will find um, facts about black history, you know? And so it's kind of like what you need in, in your life to keep you on track, but it's also teaching you and teaching you about another culture. I love it. It's called black prints. And um, so tell us, Renee, tell us all about the planner and how, how in the world do you come <laughs> with this idea? <laughs> so uh, kind of to, to piggyback. So essentially I'm a planner person, right? I travel, um, I have multiple jobs, so I'm always dependent on my planner. And um, to piggyback off of getting the car broken into. I had my car broken into. They stole everything except my planner. Um, oh, and <laughs> But the planner like led someone to me uh, just by the numbers that I had in it. And um, knowing that I was a nurse, like it, 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 it was, it was amazing. Like if I didn't have my planner, I wouldn't have gotten in touch with the person who found my stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but since I am a planner person, I haven't transitioned to using my phone, uh, writing notes, um, setting reminders. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm young, but I'm still old school. I love writing everything down. I don't know if it's just um, a way to, you know, memorize better. I'm not sure, but I, I have to have a physical planner. And every year I go through the same process, trying to find that perfect planner. It takes me months. I don't know if anyone else is the same, but it takes me months to find one that I truly like. And my stepson, he's born uh, July 4th. So every year I go to that box and write happy birthday to him. And every year I'm bothered, right? So that's that's the word that I can use to describe my feelings. I'm, I'm truly bothered that when I go to his box and write happy birthday, I see Independence Day. And then... The month before, on June 19th, there's nothing about Juneteenth. And each year I'm bothered. But this year, as soon as I finished writing Happy Birthday, bam, I said, I'm going to be the one to create that. If I can't, like, it's, I've been trying to find it. As perfect as I, I'm trying to get my planner to be this year, I can never find that. So in that moment, I was like, if no one else has it, you got to create it. Wow. Yeah. You know what? Um, so, so Renee, you okay? I I love all of this. I I'm, I'm, I'm all about this. I'm all about both of you all. So it is coming time. We're going to have to take a break, and so okay. I'm going to interrupt you right there, and that's going to leave everybody on a cliffhanger, which I love. <laughs> 
and, and sometimes it doesn't work out that way. I can leave yeah. people on cliffhanger. So let's leave people on the cliffhanger. We're going to take a break. Um, we'll be back in just a minute and we're going to find out even more about um, the thing. Cause we all have things that break our heart, but mm-hmm. maybe sometimes we don't do anything about it. Yeah. This is something that you have done. So let's take a break. We will be right back. Every Heart, Every Woman, the show where women find balance, peace, and inspiration. Now let's get back to the show with your host, Carla Nivens. Well, welcome back to the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host. And everyone, our radio show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can find out all of the great information about Love Ministries if you go to their website. Go to loveministriesbuilds.org. You can also go to my website, carlanivens.com. Carla is spelled with a K. Nivens is N-I-V-E-N-S. Well, we are having a great conversation with Kirsten Kelly and Renee Kelly. Um, We really left you on a cliffhanger, which I love, talking Mm -hmm. with um, Renee. And she was just sharing with us, you know, the things that um, about her planner. She's she's a planner, which I know many of us are. I have to force myself to be a planner, Um, Mm -hmm. but I'm I'm getting into it, Renee. You're, (laughs) and I'm sure your planner is really going to put me over the edge. I love, and I I still do love a a great planner. So um, I'm I'm excited about this. But you know, um, the the Bible also has something to say about um, races and different personalities and all of the different cultures that we really are supposed to celebrate each other because the Lord has it in mind for us to be one. We are all like Christ. He created every single one of us. We are mirroring his values to the world. And so love really should rule in our hearts in unity, as I said before, is his desire for us. And a friend of mine told me just um, yesterday, we were on the phone. She said, you know what, when we get to heaven, we are not going to be separated by culture. The things that separate us here, um, are we're, that's not going to be how heaven is. And so we need, really need to get this right here on earth. This is our practice. You know, this is our rehearsal. I remember that gospel song that, that said that, that this is our rehearsal. So we really are supposed to be a unified body, learning about each other, growing together, worshiping together. Um, and even scripture, John 17, 20 through 23 says, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message that all of them may be one father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I and them and you and me so that they may be brought to complete unity. 
then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. So really, um, truly, it should be the desire of our heart to be together, that not one of us would be alone, that as Christ is ruling in our hearts, that we are unified together and showing this, showing this great love that we've received from the Lord um, to the world. So that's kind of one of the just one of the reasons that I'm really excited about um, you, Renee and Kirsten, what you all have decided to do and offer to the world. So many people mm-hmm. right now are looking for things to educate them, to educate so that they can educate their children and that our world, you know, our, our smaller world can get bigger. Okay. So. Um, Renee, kind of pick up where you left off. So you always, you find the perfect planner and you put your, your son's um, birthday in, in, on his birthday in your planner. And, Mm -hmm. but there's some information missing from the planner about, you know, in our history. So fill us in on, 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 you know, your thoughts about that and how that led you into creating this planner. Yeah. So um, to me, I mean, Black history is American history, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, you have Columbus Day, but we don't call it Indigenous Peoples Day. Um, You don't have Juneteenth, but we have July 4th, which is supposed to be about independence. But what about our independence? And when I say our independence, I am speaking on the Black community. So it it was something that I've always noticed, always, always noticed it. But, and and I don't know if it's a negative, but it didn't trigger me. Um, It triggered me, like I said, I always use the word bothered. But this year, I I think it was like enough is enough at, at this point. And I think it's because of the social climate. You know, everybody's becoming more aware. I remember in school, we didn't learn about Juneteenth. I, I learned about that getting older and the entrance interest being brought, you know, back to, to, to that subject um, because it's been celebrated. Um, but, yeah, I just I think the time was now. Um, people are more willing to be aware to to help out in the social injustice because they care and maybe they cared before. But um when you have numbers involved in volume, I think that's when change comes about. And even me creating the the planner, every event that I, I saw or wrote about, um, it had to do with others outside of the Black community, seeing what was going on and wanting to come about uh, on board to help with change. And that's the only way it got done. So I think with everything going on, I. I wish I could just explain my feeling. Like as soon as I finished writing his name, I was just like, enough is enough. Like I have to do this. And I I, I really think the time um, was perfect. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree with you. The timing yeah. is perfect. The, the yeah. timing is perfect. The, the yeah. timing is now. Yeah. yeah. I love it. So tell us a little bit about the structure um, of the planner and the design of the planner. Sure. Yeah. So um, I say it's a, a planner for, for Black culture, um, and and I'll, I'll I'll speak about the difference. So, I didn't want it to come off as another textbook, right? So, my planner—that's why it takes so long for me to pick. I want it to be fun. I want it to, you know, be vibrant. So, I didn't want it to be 
of Black history labeled because then I think it may deter some some people um, because I didn't want it to just look like a, a, a history textbook. Um, so what I do have, I have Black facts is what I call them, Black facts. Yeah. So um, random facts throughout the book, um, but they're aligned for the day that you're on. So you're writing on February 4th. Oh, what happened February 4th umpteen years ago? Mm-hmm. Um, so they have some type of strategic placement, um, but they're they're truly random. Um, and then I have what I call themes, which is the biggest part of the planner. And I think it breaks up the monotony of uh, the planner, just not calendars and uh, lines and uh, weekly agendas, but it's themes. So black themes, um, things that I think we can talk about Um with amongst us and educate other people um, at the same time, things that we should be proud of, things we should celebrate. Um, I can speak on one of them um, just because I kind of let the cat out of the bag. But um, one of my themes is called Black Brands. Okay. So um, I reached out to a lot of local um, upcoming businesses, Black-owned businesses, to see if I can have their permission, um, whether they were in skincare, hair care, fashion, just following the imprints of uh, some of those pioneers. Um, and I speak about how we change that narrative. So when you thought about branding during slavery, we were marked, right? We were possessions. Um, and now we've changed that from being the possession to now being uh, people who have mastered um selling possessions and products. So black brands is a, it's a thing now, right? So instead of being branded and and burned, now we've changed that narrative to being masterminds behind selling products. Um so I think that black being uh having that thing of black brands and being uh buying black black owned businesses, um I think it's a thing now and I think that's something we should be proud of and we should celebrate. So um, there's six themes in the in the planner. So every uh, two months, you'll get a new theme. Okay. And I have statements, what I call filler statements, um, that speaks to that brand. Um, so everything, you know, I know sometimes um, people don't pay attention to detail, but everything within that theme is, uh, is strategically placed for a reason. So. Yeah, very nice. I, I love this. This is really information, like you said, that we can put into our conversations when we're talking yeah. to people. Because yeah. honestly, right now, American culture is expanding. Mm-hmm. You know, it's expanding to include different cultures, uh, right. diverse right. in there. Right. But, um, and, and and so it's normal even over the dinner table mm-hmm. for someone to start asking you some questions about your culture. And these, this is something that can help you, you know. Yeah. Um, that that can help you with those conversations. I like that. So um, uh, I want to ask you this about the significance of the word prince. I know that there is significance in that. (laughs) So um, once I got the concept and I started working on it, I clock in every day at 7 a.m. So I would get up at four and work on my own project. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just waking up at four o'clock, everything's running through my mind, right? When it pertains to this. And I I guess I was just at a roadblock, like what can I name this so it can reflect us, so that it can represent us? And then I, you know, it led me to the word identity and 
literally, how do we identify ourselves through DNA, through fingerprints, through footprints? And then I took it a step further to say, well, I am speaking about legacy in this planner. So what is a legacy? You know, you make your mark on the world. Um, you have an imprint, right? So fingerprints, literally, and then having those imprints that you, you've accomplished and, and you can leave behind um, led me to saying, you know what, let's, let's name this Black Prince. Um, the prince of the people before us, uh, the marks that they left, that, that shapes us, right? That's our identity as a, um, a community collectively. So I think it was the most fitting thing, um, kind of has a dual, uh, um, you know, meaning, but I think it was, it, it was the most fitting name for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very cool. And, and I love how you said not too many people get on the radio show and say, I wake up at 4am to, <laughs> you know, to work on my idea before I go, you know, right, to, right. to the other job, but it really does For take sure. that, that type of um, dedication to yeah, be exactly. able to get something from um, this is my idea to, right. Oh, okay. It's, actually here it doesn't happen right. by magic <laughs> but you know what Carla it was it's funny because I could snooze and snooze before I clock in but when it was 4 a.m ready to work on it like it was nothing I, I it was no, nothing holding me back mm -hmm. never snoozing probably getting up before the four you know 4 a.m alarm so um yeah. truly passionate so that that definitely makes a difference not that I don't love my job but um this is uh something I'm, tr I'm truly, truly excited about. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I love it. I love it. Thank you. So Thank you. The, the, the product is brand new. So the planner right. is brand new. Black Prince is brand new. Right. So how, how can people order it or get their hands on it? Um, so yeah, I have a website, uh, the black black is spelled B L K. Um, so T-H-E-B-L-K prince.com. Okay. And then I also have, uh, Instagram as well. Okay. Um, Black Prince, BLK Prince. Okay. Um, on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So we'll put that on social media um, as well. I wanted to ask you just mm -hmm. about being a traveling nurse. So that that's interesting to me. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, so I've been a nurse for seven years. Um, work med surge, oncology, ICU. I started traveling, um, doing ICU for about four years now. Um, I love it. Um, if you ask any nurse uh, that travels, they'll tell you this exact same thing. The first thing is the money is very, very, very good. I mean, okay. that's just what it is. But it's a really good experience. Um, and you, we speak on culture. That's culture in hospitals. So you can run a cold, com not completely different, but just the, the culture of the setting when someone's passing away and you're trying to revive them. I've, I've learned so much traveling and being in one hospital for three months versus just staying in my one spot in New Orleans, right? Mm -hmm. um, so learning different techniques, learning new people, getting to know them, uh, forming relationships. Um, I think I have about one person who's purchased uh, a planner from me from California to Jersey. Um, so just... You, just a really, really cool experience. Um, aside from the money, I think even if the money was the same, you would still get fulfillment and 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 um, get the same outcome of, of if you if you're someone who likes to see different things and uh, 
move around. So, yeah. and I travel in my spare time, not just, you know, to, to have fun and to enjoy myself, but I love seeing different uh, architecture and, you know, different foods and it, it's, it's, it's just, it's a part of me. So I think traveling with uh, my job is definitely um, fitting. So, yeah. Yeah. So you and so with with this job, you mm-hmm. learned now I know this, but maybe not everyone knows this. Mm-hmm. And what you were saying was that when you um a lot of times different the differences in people and their their race, mm-hmm. when you're uh, treating them, there's a they may present a little bit differently. Absolutely. Yeah. And Absolutely. so some some people don't know that. Um, yeah. Oh, no, for sure. What works on one patient in one Cannot culture, work. Yeah. yeah, or another exactly. patient of, a, of another culture. Exactly. So diversity really is a part of your, even your everyday job. Correct. Yeah. You have to be a chameleon and that's not being phony or fake. You just, you have to know um, who you're treating, right? So um, you, you don't act the same on your job as you do when you go out with your friends. So, I mean, essentially it's the same thing, just adapting. Um, I've had patients that were truly like intrigued that I'm from New Orleans and they're asking about beignets and crawfish. And then I walk into a room and someone thinks I'm dietary because I'm black. Um, so you have to know how to, uh, to adjust and then just appreciate those things. You know, um, I think it's about appreciation. Just even if you appreciate what you see differently or you can say, oh, thank God that is in our culture, you know, so mm-hmm. it, it goes both ways mm-hmm. um, for sure. Yeah, I, I can identify with that. So my my day job is um, in, you know, I'm in church work uh, mm-hmm. right now in worship and I feel the same. Like mm-hmm. I when I go to different churches and no matter what the culture is, Um, No matter what the style is, there's always something that I can pull out and take back um, with me. And I have been like that since I was a kid. Like Mm -hmm. I always noticed the differences in how people Mm -hmm. worship and Mm -hmm. it was interested in that, that Mm -hmm. intrigued me. And I really like that. So I, I strive to live my life in a very diverse, um, uh, you know, among different cultures and learn yeah. so much from different cultures. So that's one of the reasons why I think this, you know, your your planner, mm-hmm. um, Black Prince, really hits home with me as well. Yeah. Because I'm just thinking this is a way for um, us to celebrate each other and the Correct. things that maybe aren't in the regular history books. Right. Um, and yeah, for, for sure. And um, I don't... I can't say that things were purposely omitted or, uh, you know, with intention. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's just such a wealth of information. Me and my friends went to D.C. to the African-American Museum. I spent five hours there. I could go back five more times and I'm sure get something new, some new interpretation or just another thing that I missed. Um, so I just think it's such a wealth of information. That's why I think we can make these planners until I'm deceased. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's, it's like we have we are the most impressionable beings. Um, and and I'll, I'll say that w- without budging, like we are uh, truly influencers. When you come from something where you were forced to do things, um, you know, against your will, um, you didn't have any means and you made a way out of no way. It's there's the only outcome is to invent, you know, and to to be innovative. 
I actually did a mission um, in Uganda, which was totally awesome. And to see the roots, you know, um, it just it's it's truly overwhelming. Like it's a it's a I definitely want to add that part um, to my planner next year, um, just about the motherland, you know. Um, but um, even their culture, how we derive from that. I mean, you know, we came from that. So, um, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm truly excited. Like I said, I think it's something that has been, um, needed. Um, we all, we have HBCUs, we have groups for this groups for that, but there's no planner that I think speaks to us mm-hmm. uh, and anyone else, you know, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I, I I love it. I really do think this this is a um, a divine idea, and it's very unique. And mm-hmm. that's the right kind of combination for mm-hmm. something that really hits home with so many different people. It's something that everybody has a planner, like you said, whether mm-hmm. it is your phone or whether you do write it down. Yeah. Everybody has to plan, even the most um, uh, I don't know creative individuals mm-hmm. I'll say creative yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> but even the most creative individuals have mm-hmm. to have something that keeps them on track and so yeah. this this is uh kind of combining something that you need with uh something that will really enrich your life yeah and also you have some you've got inspirational um Mm-hmm. quote in in the planner as well yeah. um that is home with with me too because mm-hmm. you know the radio show is inspirational entertainment so yeah. talk about your your desire to um inspire people with this product yeah so essentially um uh not the motto but i i always say um going back to the name uh, make an imprint to define who you are, right? So leave that mark. Even the the bookmark is is by a, a quote by Maya Angelou, and it's basically about leaving a legacy. Um, and with with that, a part of the the I didn't talk about this with the structure, but a part of the my design has self checks, right? So you talk about your strengths, you talk about your weaknesses, month to month. Um, it can be as small as, oh, I'm not procrastinating as much. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's accomplishments and goals. So things you set to accomplish. And then did you really achieve them or did you achieve any anything else, you know, outside of the goals that you, you wanted? Mm-hmm. Um, and in those settings, I have inspirational quotes from boxers, basketball players, cooks, um, anyone that was just phenomenal, uh, and, and spoke to the, to the black, uh, community. I have, um, inspirational quotes that speak to success, working hard, um, achieving your goals, um, making your mark. So those are truly, uh, the only areas where I have inspirational quotes. Um, but I think it's needed there because as I'm writing my goals, maybe I can look up and see a quote from someone who, I don't know, or I do know that's speaking to me, um, in a sense. So, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. So, um, Renee, you and Kirsten are, are wonderful. And I just pray, you know, blessings over, over both of you all. I and, that. <laughs> yeah. Very excited, um, to see 
you know, where your products go. And mm-hmm. I hope that both of you all will come back to the radio oh, show. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> at some point and, and share with us again. Like mm-hmm. it is, I mean, like we said, it is honestly, it's our goal to be more like Jesus and yes. to be the kind of people that we love each other so much that we're mm-hmm. so close and we're unified and we're sharing the good news with everyone. So um, thank you all so much for being on the show today. Of course, you can go to the Black Prince of B-L-A-K and also for uh, for Renee and for Kirsten, Positive Vibes Only. Uh, vibes is B-I-B-E-Z. Um, positive vibes only. So um, everyone, we thank you for uh, tuning in with us today. We pray that you have just felt the love of Jesus throughout this conversation and that you um, feel inspired as well as entertained. We want you to have a great week. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host. We'll see you back here next week. Every heart.